You're listening to Career Homemakers. I'm Kim. If you're a homemaker looking to make your time at home more productive, fulfilling, and creative, this podcast is perfect for you. So let's get started. In today's episode, we're discussing feeding your family with the right perspective. Feeding our families is an enormous amount of responsibility and work. As discussed in the last few episodes, it has seven steps. From securing money for the purchase of food, all the way to cleaning the last dish. This takes not only hours of our time, but also hours of our husband's time, earning the money so that our family can enjoy three meals a day. A servant's heart is needed to keep up with this life-giving responsibility every day, month, and year. Now, there are obstacles to us providing this food. So one day I asked myself this question, why is this so hard? And below I wrote down answers, prepare a wide variety of nutritious meals that are cost effective and pleasing to everyone. Two, I can no longer keep a running list in my brain of the recipes and cost of the ingredients. Three, I frequently run out of time, energy, or even willpower to make what I had planned. Four, I'm perplexed because my mom (laughs) seemed to do this effortlessly, but it takes every ounce of energy I have to get dinner on the table every night. What about you, my listener? Do any of those ring true in your heart? Do you struggle with any of those? Do you put pressure on yourself? Do you have a hard time remembering what's even on the shelves in the refrigerator? Do you run out of time or energy? And do you wonder why other moms, parents, grandmothers, why it seems like they do it so easily and yet it's hard for you to do it. I struggle with this. When I get frustrated or confused about something I'm responsible for, I often write to God about it. When I write it out, I describe the problem and how it makes me feel. You can do this concerning your frustrations in the kitchen too. Then submit it to God and say, God, I don't know how to handle this. Don't be surprised if fresh ideas pop into your mind or something changes in your kitchen routine. Write these things down so you can remember them later. This is a kitchen frustration I wrote down as a prayer to God. I'm having a problem because if ingredients are out of sight, they're out of my mind. (laughs) Two, I forget what I have and what I was planning to make. Another thing is that I can't have my refrigerator crowded or I get frustrated. 
And last but not least, not only does my family need to like the food I make, but it needs to be nutritious too. After praying this, I heard God whisper this to my heart. Simplify by making things smart but simple. Eating meals is just that. Don't make them gourmet or complicated. Make everyday meals. Do more complicated meals only once a week or once a month. Try meals that are five ingredients or less, which is fine. Your body doesn't need more than this. This addressed my habit of planning and shopping for complicated meals and being too overwhelmed or tired to follow through with preparing them. It addressed my crowded refrigerator frustrations, as well as allowing me to prepare simple meals my family would like. This year, I'm focusing on vegetables and finding better ways to prepare them so my family and I can enjoy them more. I was trying to fit in three new recipes a week. This is way too much. The goal is good, but I need something I can put on the table pretty quickly most nights. So I've trimmed the new recipes down to once a week, and I'm fixing less complicated meals. Is this something that you need to do? Think, am I trying to make my meals too complicated? Are there too many ingredients? Am I going overboard? Or maybe you need to add more nutrition into your meals. Whichever way you're going, pray. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you put food on your table. Our kitchen attitudes need to be soaked in God's word. Just like a casserole dish with caked on food must be scrubbed and soaked and then scrubbed again to get it clean, they are much more work than other dishes to get clean. So it is with our hearts in this issue. So in the word, we scrub and soak and clean again. I want this area to be holy unto the Lord so I can serve my family well. But many times it's the last piece to be worked on because it's such hard work to clean. So let's look at some of the elements that keep us from being clean in this area. One area is when cooking, get past comparing yourself with others. I feel guilty because I don't measure up to someone I admire. Like I didn't measure up to my mom who could just put meals on the table. Seems like effortlessly. Sometimes I compare myself to the picture on Pinterest or Yumly or that recipe in my recipe book. I can't keep my kitchen clean. My refrigerator is messy. I'm just out of sorts. I can't do it perfectly. You're not alone. No one can measure up to everyone's perfect and best. The Bible says to be satisfied with what you have. That means who you are. Be satisfied with that. 
Be satisfied with the ingredients that you can get in your budget and in your area where you live. Be satisfied. God says, I will never fail you. I'll never abandon you. Say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. Do not fear. And that's in Hebrews 13, 5 through 6. Think about this. God has given you your family to take care of. And he will give you what you need to take care of them. And when you feel like you don't have enough, he is a prayer away. And you can ask for help. You can ask God for help. He is right there with you. And he is for you. He loves your family just like you do. Another area is when shopping, we have to get past the hype. Influencers and advertisers have their own agenda and they vie for our attention to persuade or make a sale to get our hard-earned money. Marketers have learned they can sell more if a story or a cause is attached to their product. So they use this to sell more products. Don't be fooled. It's good marketing and it works. The fonts and the colors and the wording on their packaging are all to allure you to plop your money into their pockets instead of your own. In America, inflation has hit us hard. What used to cost us three or four dollars costs us seven. More and more prepackaged foods cost way more than they are worth. If there's any time to learn to make our own food and skip prepared foods, it's now. Most of the time, it's a lot of hype, but not much product. I mean, have you opened a fancy bag of nuts that has special, you know, pomegranate and flavorings and everything? And you're like, there's not much in here. It's only one or two ounces and that's not going to go very far. I have. I've totally been uh, fooled by that. I've fallen. I have fallen prey to this kind of marketing. It's hard not to, but let me remind you that your responsibility is to your family and to provide nutritious food that fits within your agreed upon budget. What did you and your husband decide on that you should be spending on food every month? Are you staying within your budget? We'll be talking about finances starting next episode. So, um, stay tuned. <laughs> so how do we do this? By praying, we ask the Holy Spirit to lead us and keep the first things first, which are your family's nutritional needs and financial health. It says in the Bible, not to conform to the pattern of this world. Does this sound familiar, right? Romans 12, 2 but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, 
pleasing and perfect will. As a homemaker, your top priority is your faith and family. What's the current pattern of this world? There are many, but one that comes to mind is that you must support a cause with your purchase. This mindset is hard to strip away. When you buy into this mindset, it sticks to you. Manufacturers use the seven P's of marketing. Product, price, promotion, place, people, packaging, and process. See, they've studied how to market things to us. Interestingly, moving away from prepared foods to ingredients makes you less likely to fall prey to marketing. And you can be sure that when you buy a carrot, you support a farmer. And when you buy a chuck roast, you support a rancher. You are eating the fruit of their labor, which is mostly unnamed and unlabeled. No hype, just food to make your children grow into adults and you and your husband feel strong so you can support and nurture them. Each year we go to our county's farm day. It's a day that the farms in that county allow visitors to learn about their work, to put food on our tables. It was neat to learn the care they take to plant and pick our vegetables and fruit. It's a wonderful field trip for children. The samples are not chocolate like when visiting a chocolate factory. They are carrots and celery and berries. Oh, so good. We have a broccoli plant from two years ago that was given as a fun project for the kids to take home. It's huge and we pick off broccoli to eat and then it grows more. Planning your meals is an effective way for homemakers to stick to their budgets and health goals while avoiding hype foods. It's common knowledge that going to the store hungry, tired, or unprepared can lead to shoppers buying more ready-made food than necessary simply because they don't know what to make. Therefore, planning your meals ahead of time can help you make healthier food choices and save you money in the long run. Feeding your family is a huge responsibility. And as we talked about strengths and weaknesses in performing these tasks, I hope you found a few of the suggestions helpful in providing food for your family by making it more manageable and pleasant. Like the casserole dish, we need to soak in God's word and ways by crying out for insight and asking for understanding and be satisfied with what you have. Commit this task of feeding your family to God. Pray about it each day as you move through the steps. Find and delegate if you need to. Starting next week, we're going to go over finances. I've touched on it a little here as it applies to feeding our families, but we will discuss faithful finances and why the dish focus is a tin cup. Much like this 
week's focus was a casserole dish. Thank you for listening. Always like to leave in prayer. Dear Jesus, we are so thankful that you love us and that you love our families. And you are so available to hear our frustrations and our need for help in these certain steps of feeding our family. I pray that you'll soothe our hearts. I pray that you will give us wisdom, the wisdom we need so that we can do this well for our families. We thank you in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening. I want to invite you to reach out to me at Kim at careerhomemakers.com. I'd love to hear from you. If you have any questions or comments, go ahead and email me. Have a very blessed day, homemaker. Until next week. Goodbye.